like it a lot. It's really cool. So, it's a great car. I'm just like bouncing around from off-road vehicle to off-road vehicle. So you do a lot of off-roading. Yeah. Do you see the way he takes to work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the interstate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Wisconsin roads around here. You have. Yeah. To Alex is gonna like that one because you said interstate, not interstate. Yeah, because that's what it is. Interstate. Remember that time when your car broke down? <laughs> On the inter- interstate. Interstate. Yeah, Alex was like, what the? F- was it interstate? Where, where I broke down with the <laughs> Avenger because we were street racing. Oh, that's just funny. All right. Dive into it. Yeah. So we're not talking Viper Energy this time. We're not talking with Chris this time because you, you don't look like Chris. No. Um, but we're just talking uh, talking where we left off, I don't know, two podcasts ago. Yeah. As far as the Viper as a business goes. And I think we left off on your big orders. Yeah. So. Yeah, we left left off on the just getting the Air Force order. Mm-hmm. So again, at this point, we just hired like our first few employees. We have like three or four people, and then that uh, Air Force order came in of one fifty, wasn't it? One hundred twenty. One hundred twenty. And those had aluminum. They were aluminum chairs too, so that required a lot more work because we had the machine. CNC machine, all of the aluminum legs, right? Damn. Five legs per chair times 120. Sam, do the math. I can't. I'm not great at investing. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also had to drill the holes in all the foot rails. Mm-hmm. Remember that? So there was a lot more work in these aluminum chairs, too, huh. that I guess, I mean, that's what they wanted. So that's what they were going to get. And we weren't going to say no, right? Because there was a higher priced product. So. We're going to do it. But the kicker was, remember, they didn't want the our standard seats. It had to, yeah. be, it had to be a solid rubber seat per um, okay. request of the Air Force. It had to be, like, puncture-proof, chemical and, resistant. And that's the kind of seat we have in the break room, right? Yeah, right. there's a couple in yep. there. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so there was a longer lead time with those. <clears throat> so, But that was actually a good thing because it gave us more time to, mm-hmm. to prepare. So... Um, I do remember talking about how, you know, Drake and I would go up to our dad's place and he would drill rails, we would machine legs, and we worked up there for multiple days to to try and get ahead. So how much of a lead time was that order versus when they needed to be delivered? And did you guys hit Mm, it? Yeah, we actually delivered early. Yeah, we delivered like a week early. Yeah, we did. I don't remember what the the timeline was. I want to say it was like three months. Yeah, because I know that. I mean, sure. I know the seat. It took like three months for the seats to get made. Yeah. Right. And then, I know we those chairs shipped out of this building. Remember, because we brought them from our dad's shop to here, mm-hmm. and that was like the first thing that shipped out of here because we had nowhere to put them at our old place. It was. Because it was four. It was like four or five crates, so we had to make the crates too, which mm-hmm. were wood. So when. Um, you put the video for this together. Remember, I have the pictures that yeah. I can send you to put it to good. include in the video clip. But uh, we had to build all the wood crates, too. And we stacked them upside down on each other, saran- plastic wrapped them together, and then put them in these giant wooden crates that we made. Damn. And that, was, that took a lot more time than you would think. Yeah. No, I can but imagine. Those, those crates? They those take crates a, it's were, a lot of work. Yeah. It was a lot of wood. I remember it was like, I think it was almost three grand just in wood. That's when all. That's when wood went through the roof. Yeah, too. of course, because yeah, this was like right <laughs> during the pandemic. Right yeah, it was the pandemic. Cl- the pandemic, right? And mm-hmm. everybody freaked out, and building prices went through the roof. Yeah, cost of building materials, and yeah, I want to say it was like three thousand, almost three grand, yeah. just for the wood for the crates. 
then we had to put them all together. And they, they, you're right, they do take a ton of time because yeah. how many, you got to do multiple cuts per side. And I tried to design the crates as efficiently as possible so to reduce the amount of cutting, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I think we did pretty good, though. I want—I can't remember how many chairs we were able to fit in each crate. So to, it was to like put two, this in perspective. We're—we have. I think it was thirty-two chairs per crate, something like wow. that. We have uh, three people, maybe three, four people, and this is like our biggest order to date, mm-hmm. and it required a lot of man hours. So we set—we spent an entire weekend. It was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday like with a mini assembly line set building these things together by the end of it. Cause you have to start the bolts by twisting it mm-hmm. by the end of it. Do you remember how raw your fingers were? Yeah, dude, like, we, we were putting touch things for a while. I remember that Saturday we were, it was just you and I out there. We were out there till like midnight. Yeah. And finally I'm like, dude, I can't move my <laughs> fingers anymore. My fingers are like stuck. I'm like, I'm done for the night. Like, we'll we'll come back tomorrow. Toss my hands up and there's like a bullet. No, (laughs) our fingers were, I remember my fingers were bleeding. Yeah. Like from assembling so many, spinning on so many nuts. And we would alternate. We would alternate spots just so it, you know, would break up the monotony a little bit. For anyone who hasn't purchased a Viper chair, they don't take real long to assemble. No. But usually the first time is a little bit longer. So I would have... Like whenever we go to a shop, I feel like we get chairs done in like 15 minutes or less, you know, unless you're I, Alex, I, I, unless a single you're Alex. chair. Yeah. Well then he's unless probably. You're Alex, it's like, yeah, I'll start it. And then, oh, I got to take a call. Hey, can you, <laughs> can you do this one real quick for me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at this point it was do whatever it possibly takes yeah. to get that order done just cause we needed that money. That money to us was like six more months of of rent and possible possibility of getting more orders from them. How many chairs was it? 120. I think, um, so, are you trying to figure out the price? No, Oh no. I'm trying to figure out the amount of hours it would have taken oh, to build to do. them. So that is the amount of minutes per chair. So divided by, so we had it down pretty efficiently. So I want to say it was probably like 10 minutes. We'll even just say 10 minutes a chair. Okay. Right? Times 120. Yeah. Come on. So 1,200. boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got it. 1,200, right? But then it's... There you go. Then there's 60. So 1,200 divided by 60 minutes in an hour. So that's 20 hours of building chairs. Yeah. So a full day for the most part. So <laughs> that's yeah, like two took, days. Took that's us like two, pretty two much days, two days. Which sounds about right for my... serves. If my memory serves correctly, it was about two Damn. days of assembly. And like I said, we had to build the crates too. So... We had a lot of helpers There's a, that were even volunteering hours to, to yeah. help us out. There's a lot behind the scenes, too, of getting the order since it's military. Oh, without a doubt. You have yeah. to go behind the scenes. There's something called, like, <clears throat> the SAIC code. So, like, you got to get a, co- a specific code to label your chairs of what category they're in. Then you have to get approved. You have to send all this documentation. So that whole process was well over, what, probably, like, two months. Wow. Month and a half, two months. Um, just because I mean, they're not nothing, nothing with the government is goes quick. efficient <laughs> or um, quick. So okay, <laughs> you just kind of got to do what they request. Yeah, but uh, that order was our first big one, and this was to put a timeline on it. What was the date of this? I have it in my phone from my pictures. <clears throat> but this was the same year, which we'll talk about next, is when we got that massive order mm-hmm. of the follow-up chairs, yeah. the follow-up, which. 
I would honestly say it helped bring our business to the next level. Helped us. 2021, September, September of 21. Oh, damn. So they were almost we were back them. to back. Yeah, they were almost Cause, back to back. Because Walker was in October. So. No, I got the, I remember seeing the email was in September as well. And then they officially placed the PO in like October. Yeah. And remember the huge kicker was they wanted them all before Christmas. Yeah. So we <laughs> just. A two month turnaround from a company of two. One thousand. Two guys. Yeah. Custom Viper chairs. You said 2021? 2021. Okay. So we're. Which is right when we were moving and moving yep. into this building as well. So to bring this all together, we're at a point where we have three or four employees. We outgrew our current facility of 3000 square feet. You put pictures on here. It was stuffed. You couldn't drive a forklift. There wasn't enough room to squeeze somebody in between wow. the forklift when you're driving. Dude, I remember walking was, through that place and like your foot would get hung up on so much shit on the ground. Yeah. Like not shit, but like pallets of product yeah. and, and yeah. stuff. You no, know like I mean? actual like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would come up and grab your foot. I just been sitting there for we so long. We were wearing diapers. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. No, but like we would move product foam the foam for our packaging foam takes up a lot of space right mm-hmm. we would literally have to move pallets out every day so we had space to work and then move them back in luckily it was summertime mm-hmm. right so we could have the stuff outside and you know it wasn't winter it wasn't snowing out or anything yeah so then we got to the to the literal breaking point of that facility and almost every night dylan and i would drive around green bay again this is during COVID, so everybody all warehousing went like everybody Everything kept what they went had. Cold, yeah. Everyone kept what they had because they didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So nobody was selling, nobody was renting. And if they were, they were asking top dollar yeah, for it. It like, was insane. So we would drive almost every day after work around Green Bay because you never knew what popped up. We mm-hmm. would even things that didn't have signs out front, we would drive up, peek through the window to see if anybody's in there. <laughs> yeah, we and did like, that at a couple buildings. Dude, remember that one? We wrote a we wrote a letter to them. Yeah. So there was a building down the road from us that was perfect. It was a nice little building. I don't even know how big it was. Probably, I don't know, 12, 12,000 square feet probably. 12,000 square feet. Yeah. Oh. And it was a nice building, right? Nice landscaping and everything. We're like, there's no cars in the parking lot. It looked vacant. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's been there. We're like, this would be absolutely perfect. Yeah. Like, but there's no for sale sign. There's no nothing. I remember looking online to see if I could find out who owned the building. Couldn't really find any information on it. And I remember I would watch the building. I would like drive past every day to see if there were cars there to talk yeah. to, to talk to somebody. And uh, nothing ever happened. So eventually I'm like, fuck it. We're going to write them a note. Yeah. So we wrote them a letter yeah. basically pleading for them to, <laughs> to rent us this building Seriously. and shoved it in the mailbox. Never heard anything until... And this was 2021 until a couple of weeks ago. Remember yeah, I told you he yeah. reached out all of a sudden on our sales email at Viper Industrial, we got an email from somebody saying that they're a current tenant in that building and we're wondering if we would want to sh- split the building with them. Holy shit. I just had a freaking light bulb. A couple of weeks ago. You Viper I mean? Energy. We're going to need a bigger building than that. True, but that's... That's a start. Damn. But that kind of pisses me off. I know it does. Because that means they fucking remembered us. And now they're the, like, what the yeah. hell? It's been it's been two years. Like, why did you <laughs> hit him with a there? hit him with a three quarters, three quarters twenty five split? I'll take half yeah. the warehouse. Though, yeah, yeah, right. No, honestly, it it was desperation. We needed something because we couldn't continue to operate out of that building anymore. Yeah. I remember we even moved motors out of there up by dad back up to dad's shop because we just <laughs> needed every square foot we possibly could. 
And yeah, we're peeking inside vacant warehouses, going on Green Bay taxes to find out who was filing taxes for that to get wow. their contact information, writing them letters, like emails, because we just needed something yeah. desperately. I think we reached out to probably every single commercial real estate agent yeah. in the green, greater Green Bay area just sure. to see what they had for inventory. We wa- Man, we probably had to walk through at least 10, 15 Easy. Wow. buildings. And they were all either way too expensive or way too shitty or something. They would need a ton of updating. We couldn't afford to update it. So no like, offices. I remember, no offices. And then there was that other one down the road from us as well. Yeah. Remember, it had one office. It was yeah. remodeled. It was remodeled really nice, though. And it was like divided in the back where like we could yep. put the we could have put the fab department and stuff like that. And we're like, well, fuck. There's only one office, but like, okay, maybe we'll, maybe we'll make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, by, sip side by side. We'll back, 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 <laughs> just we'll typing. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but. Um, I don't really remember what happened to that bill, why we didn't get well, that the, one either. the company next door, that was theirs. And they were just kind of hanging on to it. Yeah, but, they were going to use it for overflow. Yeah, that's right. Now it's all coming back to me. We went and met with that guy yeah. too, basically pleading with him like, dude, Seriously. Come, we really need this building. Like, what's what's your plans? Like, I know you're hanging on to it for storage. And yeah. he basically told us to fuck off. Because I remember <laughs> when we got in the car, we're like, what was the point of him literally wanting he, to meet with us to tell us no? He pretty much like, met with us to, like, to <laughs> shove it in our face that he's not going to let us rent. We're like... <laughs> whatever oh thanks dude yeah, yeah that kind of pissed yeah. me off too I'm like really like so then we're, we're at the point of literally not know oh we even visited we we found vacant land yeah. and we even met with realtors to see how much it would be to build a first facility yeah that's yeah. where we that's yeah that was that's like insane. our le- well i think we should touch on the castle one too because remember we were gonna yeah castle one there's this big uh um We'll give them a, a shout white out. Castle? Ca- no, no. <laughs> <laughs> castle X. So they make like snowmobile okay. and four ATV apparel and helmets and shit like that. They were moving out out of their building into a new building that they had built, and we toured their um, building they were in. And I don't know, it was a couple million bucks, whatever it was. Obviously, we couldn't afford it at the time, but we're like, what? Like, we could probably make this work. Like, what could we do? Do we find another tenant? Like, how do we make this work? Mm-hmm. And now that building probably would be good. I don't know. It was kind of it set had up. upstairs. It did. It was kind of set up. It wasn't really set up for manufacturing. Not like, really. It no. was just kind of like a, they did a lot of apparel and stuff. So it was like they didn't, it didn't have good power. It didn't have good air. Lighting was kind of wonky. Yeah. So like okay. I don't know, whatever. It ended up not working out, and we were to the point where all right, let's let's build something then. Like we were looking for land. Remember, we almost pulled the trigger on the we land. We almost did on the land Literally. too, off of Shering Road. And uh, it was a nice, nice property. I mean, not say. I mean, it's still empty. It Who is. Knows? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe it'd be it's a, a nice area. F- it is Lots a future, yeah, future site for Viper. You and even started designing buildings. I do. I have it. I still have it yeah. saved to my computer. I was starting to draw layouts and floor layouts and plans and stuff to try and figure out how much yeah. square footage we would really need. You know what I mean? So we could start getting um, pricing. You should see what that square footage you had mapped out because we probably would have all grew it. Probably. Even, That's the thing. Would have had so to, I remember you know, when I was drawing it, I was keeping in mind for expansion. So like right. if we had to expand, which direction would we yeah. go and like how far could we go, which direction, depending huh. on what the yeah. property was what like. What could you afford first and then what could you add? Right, exactly. Yeah. So like I remember we had the I had the whole floor plan and everything all laid out and I was to the point where I was talking to a good family friend of ours about getting pricing. Mm-hmm. Remember Turner, mm-hmm. Turner Construction, and I'm like, what can we do? 
you know, like, can you help us out? Like, basically, we're broke. Hey man, we're fucking <laughs> yeah. broke. We're broke. Like, we need, or, we're good for yeah. it. Just like try and help. You know, we and need he's some, a guy to go give to us some time. Need yeah. We need some help too. Yeah, dude. He's saved. I mean, shout out to Rick Turner. He saved our ass oh, multiple yeah. times. Even just this past year, going to SEMA, like dad's truck broke down. I forgot about <laughs> all this stuff, dude. I love this. He, 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 we call, literally a phone call like, hey, dude, we're supposed to leave for SEMA, like Las Vegas, Las Vegas tomorrow. Our dad's truck broke down. Can we borrow yours? Yeah, dude, absolutely. Sure. I'll, Come I'll drop it, it off. Like, <laughs> oh my he, God. he dropped it off. Like within two hours, yeah. we're like, dude, holy fuck. Like we you totally owe you. Like you're, you're fucking just an awesome friend, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I was talking with him about getting pricing together to put up, put up a building and then. Um, this building that we're in now popped up just by word of mouth, and we so jumped. Was, we jumped on it. I was driving to go pick up seats because at this point, this is when we're still picking up mm-hmm. our seats. Because we're saving, it was either a hundred bucks for them to deliver it, or we could save a hundred bucks every trip. And at this point, a hundred bucks at that point was a ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we're taking five trips a week. That's five hundred bucks. That's two grand a, y- a month. Yeah, we were crunching the math. Dude, we even bought the truck. Our first, so we should touch on this too. Our first big expense was a $2,000 1996 Dodge Ram 1500 that we bought from one of our employees, Dustin. Probably saved us 25. Because we were picking up seats. That's actually, that's crazy to think about. Dude, I remember buying it. It was the biggest investment we made. Yeah, like two grand. Holy fuck, dude. Like, like I think that I think that light over there was sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. serious? <laughs> <laughs> Send it back. Yeah. Turn it off. But I was I was dri- I was driving back picking up seats and I get a call from one of our vendors. He's like, our father or our sister company, our parent company, is grew out of the space that they're in right now, which is where we're at, and they still have a lease. They have like three years left. And they want to wow. see – they're looking for somebody to take it over. They haven't put it on market yet, but they're going to. So, again, at this point, there's nothing on market. And if this would have been on market, like for sale, it would have been gone in a day. Yeah. So he calls us, and I'm on my way back. So I'm like, cool, I'll go and drive. I'll go drive by and see see what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden, immediately I'm like, damn, this thing is massive, like huge. Got I came inside, <laughs> took a tour, and there's – Hundred offices, massive forty thousand or what is it, thirty five thousand square feet out there, and it was scary to be like, how can we make this work? But something in my gut knew that this was our home, mm-hmm. and I called Dylan and my dad, and they were at EAA, which is obviously this sport or uh, air show, and both of them were. were I remember we Facetimed, and I'm like. Dude, this thing's got they got a ton of overhead cranes in there. Like this is way out of our Yeah, ballpark, he's like no you know? like, both of them were like, no way. There's no way we could do it. I'm like, but look at what they're selling it for. Look at how much every single or look at the square foot per year compared to everything else. Mm-hmm. And we did the math and at that point we just had to take the leap. Cause our other space was so filled where we just said, Screw it. Let's do it. We have to do it because otherwise we're going to drown where we're at. And if we don't do this, we're going to wish we did. Yeah. I mean, we kind of couldn't afford it either at the time. Like, we definitely took a risk by signing this lease because, like, it was a lot. It was over our budget for sure, what we wanted mm-hmm. to spend. But like I said, like, we were desperate. We had to ha- find a f- location that we could grow into. It was five times our rent. Yeah. So we were paying before. Did, 
when when calculating that kind of risk, I mean, obviously it's not something you can sort of like write down on paper, but did you see the availability and time availability uh, instead of moving all of those things of styrofoam out or moving all the stacks of boxes out? Did that open up more time for you to be efficient and pack more orders and or like how did you calculate, you know, the mm-hmm. The price of it, which was out of your range compared to all the benefits which it provided. I mean, it was mainly, like I said, we we're so desperate. There's not, there's literally nothing else out there. So it was, it was either this, and we f- figure out a way to make it work. Like Andy always says, zero option mentality, right? Mm-hmm. This was our only option at the, at, that we saw at the time, and we, you know, we want, like I said, we wanted to build a building, but that was going to be a year, at minimum, a year long process. What are we going to do in the meantime? Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to, are we willing to stunt our growth for a year because we're waiting on a building to be built? This one's here, ready to go. And the timeline like worked out perfect. Like mm-hmm. they wanted to be out as soon as po- the business that was in here wanted to be out as soon as possible. And we wanted to be in as soon as possible. So like, it was almost a perfect scenario. So it was kind of one of those things where it was, it was almost too good to be true. Yeah, it was more out of our budget, but what what's our other option we had no other option we looked at it of if somebody else took this over and worse we still can't find something how are we going to feel yeah and at that point i would have felt like total garbage i've been kicking herself in the ass so i would have been pissed but i remember getting the first rent bill and then (laughs) getting another one because you have to do a down payment or deposit for a full year's or full month's rent yeah and that took a beating Especially at that point. Yeah. But it was, oh, I think one of the other determining factors of it was that Walker order. That it helped was. a ton of us like, where okay. are we going to put right parts for uh, 1,000 chairs? Yeah. And where are we going to put these all together? And where are we going to store them once they're all boxed up? So the month of October, three major things happened. One, we got the Air Force order out. So we, we invoice them. Mm-hmm. We know that's coming in. October 2021. 2021. Oh, no. Then we also found this building. We're in negotiations to sign. Okay. And then we also got this thing called a Walker order, which I- A Walker order. This thing called a Walker order. Yeah. Walker order. <laughs> it's a business term? Yeah. Or, yeah. This is super, God, it's no, this super yeah. technical. It's, it's, it's called a, it's a gift from God, dude. purchase order. P.O. Some people say that. <laughs> <laughs> but all the S and P people. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I was on a plane going to Barrett Jackson. The trade show it was our first trade show that we were gonna do, and Dylan was still back at the office because you were gonna fly in later that day. We needed somebody there to keep keep things going. And right before my plane took off, he calls me, and he's like, "Dude, you just see the email that came in?" And I'm like, "No, tell me about it." He's like, "A company wants 1,500 chairs," and right away. I, I doubt it. I'm like, yeah. no yeah, way. No, like, I'm like, no, spam? I checked the email. I checked everything. I'm like, it's a legit company. That's like, spam, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, that would be my first thing. Right. Like, right. So I'm like, well, yeah, let's 100%. Let's do it. So and there's a phone back. number on there. He gave us his phone number, and I called him like as soon as I got off the phone with Dane yeah. to get more details. And yeah, it was the real deal. It was the real deal. So I land, and we continue talking about it. This conversation continues over, I'd say, like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And we're at the point of them placing the PO when they lay out, hey, this we need to have this shipped out by Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these and are all Christmas gifts, so can you guys have them shipped <laughs> yeah. out before Christmas? So We're like, is, yeah, we can. Absolutely. You yeah. have to do it. You can't say no <laughs> at I'll that point. I'll be right there, yeah. <laughs> you can't say no at that point. Yeah. You we ha- did it. Yeah, we did it. So this is end of October, so you have November and December to get 
a thousand chairs shipped out the door. You have we haven't even sold a thousand chairs yet at this point total probably. Probably close. Probably, probably pretty close. Yeah. So this is double doubling our entire year's worth of capacity in two months. But that order pushed us into getting this new building, feeling confident to come in here. Hired hire new people. Hired new people. Allowed us to figure out Better, assembly lines. More marketing. You know, more marketing. Gave us financial stability, confidence for a little while. There we go. It's kind of like we finish each other's sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Like Tom Cruise. <laughs> can, can we, we like can we put sentences? that in there? What's that? Dude, the Tom Cruise and video. Ben Stiller skit where they finish each other's oh, sentences. Dude. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's so good. <laughs> okay. oh God, it's it's so kind of like funny. we finish each other's sentences. He's <laughs> like, like, no, laughing. we don't finish each other's sentences. <laughs> when they say it together, they do it's the best thing ever. We've worked together for so long now. It's almost like uh, I don't know. It's kind of like we, we almost finish each other's sentences, kind of. I mean, I don't, I don't think we've ever finished each, <laughs> each other's sentences. <laughs> Uh, but the Walker order really allowed us to, to grow. And yeah, we took the order. We're like, hell yeah, let's, let's do this. We didn't require any down payment because we didn't know that that's what you do on bigger <laughs> orders. At this point, we're just like, we're learning yet. We're learning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, order all the materials, get it all in. Mind you not, they wanted custom logos on it too. And their logo is massive. So to produce those seats took a long, long time for embroidery. Yeah. So uh, we have a one-line assembly line to f- pump out a thousand chairs every night when we have materials there. You and I were staying here till seven to nine p.m. every night, boxing chairs. Just boxing wow. as many as we could that we had parts for. Listening to Megan, Megan the Stallion, <laughs> on blast. Andy Frisella, him and his brother. It got us through. Like both. It was so funny. Now. Looking at it, if we're if I was a fly on the wall, you and I just just we didn't even talk much. But I whatever it was we heard, fun, dude. It was fun. But whenever <laughs> we heard something on a podcast, both you and I would get all fired up, start talking to each other, <laughs> then just go right back to box the chairs up. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we got and we had Duddy at this point too, so Duddy was helping box chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, but he needed to be on the on the main assembly line because we had regular orders coming in also. Yeah. So Dylan and I kind of focused on the Walker side of things and. We get all the chairs boxed up. We get them wrapped up. We have, uh, I think it was around 800, 850 ready to go. And I emailed him, hey, man, where do you want these these shipped to? I'll schedule the shipment. We thought they were all going to be going like freight palletized. by pallet, yeah. palletized. Yeah. Like, That's and, what I would have assumed. Yeah. Right. And he's like, oh, cool. Wow, you guys got them done already. Here's, uh, here's all the addresses to ship them to. <laughs> it was like a whole spreadsheet. It was a spreadsheet <laughs> of 1,000 addresses. <laughs> Each individual chair had its own address. I'm like, wait, so you're telling me you want all these to a separate address? Fuck. He's like, yeah. <laughs> That's called a wrench yeah. into your whole fucking plan. So <laughs> thank, I don't even know. I can't even remember how we uploaded those to our, our shipping process to print those labels. But it was just another thing that you couldn't complain. You had to get it done. And we figured a way out how to do it. It didn't so matter how late you had to stay up. Almost unpredictable. It is. Yeah. And you just find ways to do it because it's, it's either life or death. You know, so basically, sometimes you just gotta fucking nut up, right, <laughs> and take a chance and do what needs to be done. Like, yeah. even if tighten up I mean, that nut cup. Yeah. yeah, we're scared as hell jumping into this hell building, yeah, but like dude. you, you have to do what you what needs to be done to keep moving forward. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, absolutely. Even especially if it makes you uncomfortable for a while, 
because guess what? You adapt and overcome, right? So like what yeah. made us comf- uncomfortable back then doesn't anymore, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? So like it just it just fine tunes your skills. So that 1,000 piece order, was that the biggest to still to date you said? Biggest individual order, yeah. Okay. But it's kind of what we talked we always talk about that mindset we had back then is still what we hold today of never I don't want to wish we wished we did. Yeah. Hold on. Can we draw? Take that again. <laughs> you carry, don't want to wish two. that wished we did. <laughs> I don't want to go home <laughs> wishing that I had I, made a wish. <laughs> damn, that's hard. I had it good before. <laughs> I don't want to go home wishing I did. And yeah. Did. Did. Didn't do. Did. <laughs> I think they. I think they have a word for this. It's called regret it. There you go. Yeah. I think that most. That's what most. People that's so call basic, it. though. I'd rather stumble over words. You don't want to regret missing out on the order. Exactly. No, anything. I never want to go home. That you wished you wished you did. <laughs> that I have wished that I wouldn't hadn't wished that I regretted. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very damn. lost. <laughs> don't go home wishing that you wished you did. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> That's sick. That's crazy. It's it's weird to think about because the way you guys describe it, like I joined only months after that order was like completed and mm-hmm. you guys were already in this building. I was going to say something before, by the way, which is like when Dylan, you described the company who is leaving this building, like they wanted to get out kind of quick. Mm-hmm. It definitely still looks like that in some areas. That mm-hmm. they just kind of like they literally left quickly. fucking saws yeah. all the pipes to disconnect the machines and oh out, yeah <laughs> they were gone. Out, out the yeah. door. <laughs> thanks guys see ya yeah you but know? they did help a lot and they were I mean they kind of definitely you know we owe them a lot too because uh, they put their at least the president of that company did put, he helped us a ton he helped us a ton and put yeah. you know his word on the line kind of stuck his neck out for us to get us in here because he had, wanted to get out of the lease, yeah. right? He so was like, taking a risk too. He was taking a huge risk on yeah. us. Like, we're just two kids that are just making some chairs and have a, a little bit to show for it. Like, he totally, yeah. you know, helped us out. And I remember we sat with our landlords and basically we had to pitch them on why, on the trust us. Remember, mm-hmm. we met at their mm-hmm. at their headquarters and the, uh, the it was like the president, so this building is owned by... <clears throat> Oh, that's right. Another we didn't company. just get it. We had no, to, we didn't just get it. We yeah, had to we sell had to them sell on it. it. And uh, so it was us, and we met with the president of the company that was moving out of here, and then three people from the from the um, business that own that owns this building, right? Our landlord. So yeah. it was like their head, their chief um, financial guy, um, their operator for facilities or whatever, and then like the that's weird know, to think about because I can like the vice president yeah. or something like that, and we had to like. Hey guys, this is why we think you should let us rent your building. We're good for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Seriously. like and totally sell them on it. Yeah. yeah. Clearly we did pretty good. Yeah, I mean we're charming as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> you know, just don't want to wish you wish you did. It's turned out <laughs> somebody get that on a shirt. What are you gonna say? I don't do that. I can't even get that on a shirt, that'll sell. You Aww. wished if you wish you did. You, you just don't want to wish. wish. I wish I did. But yeah, that October of 2021 was a major, a pivotal point for Viper's future success. Yeah. It was awesome. It was crazy, late nights, but it was great. Boom. And then it rolled over right into our first kind of real 
holiday season, mm-hmm. you know, like nice. Black Friday yeah. and everything. And because like before that, it was just you and I on Black Friday. Yeah. We're like, fuck yeah, we sold, you know, 20 chairs. 25 chairs <laughs> yeah. this Black Friday, like we killed it. But like now we actually have a little bit of infrastructure set up, we'll cut a few systems in place, a couple mm-hmm. employees, like now we can hammer this Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for our size at the time, we did pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now like we just keep setting that peg higher and higher and higher. And well, I don't, you almost don't have to set <clears throat> it anymore because with brand recognition and, you know, with the reach we've developed, yeah, I think that that number, obviously, there is still a marketing budget behind it, but that number still continues to, to climb. Yeah, it becomes a, a, a product like we have is becomes a product that you put on your wish list for like Christmas. Correct. You know, yeah. or Father's Day or whatever it may be. And that's awesome. You know, I love that because every year, like you said, the bigger your brand gets, the more and more people that wait for that big purchase to make it. It's, yeah. So I helped Chris out answering some customer emails last night. We just sat on the couch, drank some beer, and, uh, you know, went through the customer list. That's Uh, why he's not feeling good. He's hungover. No, Chris didn't drink. I did. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the, the number of, like, just, like... Chris is like fretting because there's a, a whole list of emails, right? You, right? you type in the little chatbot and it, you know, refers you to an email if it's a question that's not answerable, like immediately. Right. And there's just a handful of people who, you know, even though Chris is, you know, was a little worried about having to answer all these, like, I don't know. So many of them were just like, dude, I love your guys' product. Like, yeah. Uh, like, is there any chance I could order this, this, and this and like get it like comboed together? Cause right. I don't see it on the site. And it's like, like, damn. Yeah. Like, no, it is super cool. Like that's my favorite thing about going. Th- I mean, I still go through the, the customer emails and, and yeah. respond to emails to this day. And that's my favorite thing is reading emails from customers saying how much they love our product. Yeah. Like, that is so Dude, fucking I got, cool. Like I got I chills honest, yesterday reading. Yeah, no, it's legit. One of them. Yeah. Like whenever I get a little bit of doubt or a little bit of anything, you you just gotta go through and read some of those emails and like fuck no, this is this is the real deal. People love it. You know what I mean? So like, touching back on the Black Friday thing, like to this day, it's still you know, it still gives me chills thinking that like what people want our product for Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody goes, well, what do you want? For, Ask their dad or their bro- yeah. husband or son, whatever. What do you want for Christmas? Oh, I want I want a Viper chair. Yeah. Like, just think how fucking cool that that's is. Pretty sick. Yeah. You know, that's freaking cool. And then on top of that, like, if they get it for them for Christmas, the excitement and the joy they see that is made on that that yeah. is made when they see yeah. our product yeah. under their Christmas tree and they're fucking ecstatic to get it. Like, dude, that like, and they open it up and it's. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Super nice an packaging. Un- that's an Anywhere unreal so feeling. Cool. Anybody ordering a, a Viper chair, you get it in the box. Oh, it's so you know, sick. Like, it's perfectly wrappable. Yeah. It, <laughs> it is. It's like the it right is. size to wrap as a gift. It's, yeah. It's a square box. Like, it's. I'm bad at wrapping gifts, and that would yeah. make an easy one, to, easy one, <laughs> one to do. One thing on the customer service side, though, is being careful – that there's always going to be those 5% of people, 7% of people that are just complete assholes. Always. You know, whether it's on whether yeah. it's on Facebook, Instagram, they're commenting, but those aren't the people we're targeting anyways. Those aren't our target customers. And you're always no matter what you do, you could solve all yeah. world hunger and you're doing it in a wrong way. You know. You just honestly those you people treat, you just ignore. 
yeah, you just block out their negativity, treat everybody with grace, right? Mm. And if they have a problem, try and solve it as efficiently as you possibly can and move on. Like, mm. I don't really let the shit bother me anymore because I see all those emails of people loving our product. So, I mean, you don't know, this guy, this dude or girl, whoever that's reaching out, that's, you know, being rude or whatever, they might have had a bad day. You don't mm. know what happened. Yeah. You know, what oh, led up. Time. You know, what led up to this. Just kill them with kindness, you know. Have grace and well, you know one of the coolest solve their problem. Like the, that's that's what you have to do. That's it. The coolest thing is is taking one of those people, calling them back, but being positive with them. Yeah, and, and then you and spin you it. You can totally one eighty it on their emotions, and they're like, "Oh damn! Well, thank you for solving my problem yeah. that I had." I've seen it's happened all the time. I've seen it happen multiple you times. Know, where if you face their negativity with more negativity, it's just going to spiral into battles with customers that you do not want yeah that's not good for anybody never you know never want to argue with the customer no <clears throat> now the the email i read yesterday it was a compliment from a guy who said who thanked us for the quality that we made and then said you guys are one of the last companies are truly one of the last companies like with manufacturing proudly made american goods and it was like Love damn it. like and great customer service. Oh, yeah, here in the states, yeah. dude. The more yeah, you don't get a fucking robot or somebody from overseas when you call or yeah. Email the more us. we expand, the more I'm starting to see. I don't want to say I want to touch this fragilely, but yeah. how simple it is to make a business that people want to do business with you with. Mm-hmm. So, for example, hold on, that was another one. A business that people want to do business <laughs> with you with. Okay, I added an extra with you with. <laughs> I'm we with like you, a don't worry. Yeah. yeah, we should get a whiteboard in here. <laughs> you all arrows. Be good. Dude, Dude, you know, we'll get, hold I on. Want, we'll get a green I, screen I want, and a whiteboard. I want Alex on here because Alex Alex says the same stuff, and he he just lets it go. He lets, what do you mean? So we both say those things. Are you trying to put this on Alex? Hey, don't make fun of my yeah, boss. Look how, he, look how he's spitting this. <laughs> no, I'm saying I want Alex on it because when I say stuff like that, he ignores it because he says things like he that does. too you that guys I do. ignore also. So you I guys, want Alex out here because he doesn't call me out on that stuff, and I appreciate that. <laughs> you guys have you word should, scrambles. Don't just surround yourself. No, with because yes we men. got so much smart things going on in here <laughs> that it's hard to hard to keep them all organized. My words up top they they get mixed up. They don't come out no <laughs> Damn, good. Dude. Yeah. But uh, I like what you did. There. <laughs> it, it comes down to the formula of offering great customer service and building relationships. Yeah. And that relationships goes through the emails that you send, the marketing that you have on all advertising, uh, trade shows when you see people in person. Those two things is the customer service and how can you build relationships with people. When you start to get spammy and salesy and pushing a purchase down somebody's throat is when they don't do it. You just push them away. You're yeah. spending all you this are. money to push them away. Because they don't even know your way product too salesy. Yet. You're pushing down all this buy, 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 buy. And they're like, I don't even know you. It's like going on a first date and asking them to, to go home with you right away. Yeah. It's, yeah. It just doesn't happen. And that's kind of what you do. You're right. And that that never happened. I mean. It's got like oddly quiet. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, maybe not for you. <laughs> when you push it down their throat when they don't even know you or know what their problem is, they're not they're not going to buy, or it's going to be much harder to get them to buy. Yeah, you know, I agree, and I think for some things that works, but for the quality that we produce and for 
Like what someone is spending on a shop chair that is going to last them their whole life, you can't just shove it down their throat. We need, like, you have to inform them and make sure that they know about the product, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. all the way through. So when they click purchase, there is no doubt in their mind that the money that they are spending with you is well spent. Right. And you can't do that by sending 100 emails a day or by sending spam emails, like, just to no. try and, like, I think our marketing is is good for that reason because like we understand the problems that day-to-day people put up with mm-hmm. you know in in the garage industry and or you know I guess whatever you would call it mechanics or mm-hmm. you know detailers all those categories and, and like for me when I came into it I didn't I knew the mechanic side I had no idea about detailing mm-hmm. and like going off to these shoots and like I would you know give so like you know, provide a product for them to use. And they'd be like, dude, this is like way better than what, what we've got. Right. You know, and they You're use good it. salesman at and, shows. Thank you. And, you know, they compare it and it's just, I don't know. It's so clear to see that you just, a good amount of finesse goes a really long ways in helping your customers understand what they're buying. Mm-hmm. So. Dude, Al, I mean, honestly, Alex Hermosi says it best in his podcast. You know what he says? What's he says? What does he say? <laughs> What's he say? What's he say? You say what he says. Yeah. <laughs> Take the time to off to build a good product and offer a good product, right? Instead of having to take too much try- time trying to sell the product, right? Right. Yeah. So if you just offer, take the time to build and offer a great fucking product right away, it'll be so much easier to sell people down the road. Yeah. You know, I agree. instead of offering a shitty product, and now you have to fucking figure out and hustle and try and find a way to sell this shitty product. Mm-hmm. Just do it right to begin to begin with. To begin with. There you go. I actually think no, that's. This, just, you know I'm telling you. Yeah. This viper energy is <laughs> kicking in, dude. Right now, it'll be like all jittery and like. You got it. It forces so much words up here. Know, and trying to like, get them out in one one hole. These fucking <laughs> hamster wheels up here. He's like, speaking <laughs> in cursive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That's uh. That's the end of this podcast. So. Damn. Just abrupt end like that. I was just gonna say it that I love. It doesn't give. I don't get heart jitters or like anxiousness when I drink this like I used to mm-hmm. with other energy drinks. Dude, other other drinks, we how how many were we drinking? Ghosts and all this other stuff. God, so much. And dude, I would seriously get anxious. Like my anxiety would go through the roof. And that's just because they're packing it full of caffeine. I don't get irritable too. Ir- I don't get irritable great, on this. That's a great word. Irritable yeah. when you drink. I all mean, that this other right garbage. now, like I could go. I want to go for like a run right now. Yeah, I want to go run after this. I want to do no. a lot of things right now. <laughs> you don't want to do know. <laughs> See, I was like, I hate running. What? Yeah, I did it once on a treadmill. That sucked. <laughs> but uh, it, you just get tunnel vision focus, and you can talk really fast and stumble over your words and stuff like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, your yeah. brain moves faster than your mouth does. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, this was this was a good podcast. Yeah, I like I it. I think so. I think we offered well, a good amount of info to people. So. We'll uh, we'll tap into 2022 is also a big year for for Viper. Um, that's 2022 was a hiring spree. I would say we brought on a lot of people in positions that we needed. We learned a lot on hiring, also mm-hmm. of the do's and don'ts when when to hire and when not to. A lot of don'ts. A lot of like yeah. That that would be a great episode in its own of what we learned from just the hiring process well, itself. Well, if it's on your brain, we'll, we'll launch into it next time. Yeah, next time. Um, but that's that's 
a massive topic right there because there's a lot of feel a lot of things you could do wrong of hiring the wrong people and rushing it. So um hit us with a Viper Energy ad here. This episode was brought to you by Viper Energy. We got some new cans on the way too, which are sitting in my office right now. They look sick. Um but Viper Energy is a brand new energy drink that we just launched uh, about a week ago now. You can go and purchase it at viperenergy.com. That's V-Y-P-E-R energy.com. One of the main purposes we came into the market for this was we were just simply sick and tired of all the artificial junk that we were putting into our bodies. Just like we were talking before, it would cause irritation. We get uh, anxious. We would get just kind of moody. And not only that, but our like you can feel your heart beat and pound when you're drinking 300 milligrams of caffeine with all that other stuff, and then you get a massive crash, you drink another one, it'd be just a massive roller coaster. So we came in the industry with Viper Energy. It's all natural. You have no artificial ingredients in there, and you're also backing it with vitamins, essential amino acids, along with L-theanine. So when you mix L-theanine with caffeine, you get an absolute tunnel vision focus. So this is brand new energy drink. Highly recommend you guys checking it out. Now available on viperenergy.com. Thanks for listening.